Hello, everyone, and welcome to the season three finale of Fangirl Fever. We thought it would be very fitting to talk about award shows and also give our podcast a couple of awards because why not? But before we get into it, let's talk about our favorite posts of the week. My favorite post of the week is the Hot In It music video, the Charlie XCX Tiesto song. She was teasing this for a few weeks and it's really good. And I love her music videos. I feel like she's really coming into her pop star vibe. Like she can really dance mm-hmm. and all the music is really fitting for that. So definitely go watch if you haven't yet. Mine, I've watched this video yesterday, but Kiki Palmer was on the chicken shop date with the host Amelia. And it was only seven minutes long, but the whole thing felt like a movie. It was so entertaining. Kiki is really having a moment right now, and I've been really enjoying all the press she's doing. And I'm going to try to watch Nope as soon as I can. But my favorite part in the video was when Amelia asked her about Timmy at the Met Gala. And you just have to watch it to see that whole thing play out yourself. Oh it's my so God. hilarious. I was not expecting Amelia to bring that up, but I mean, it is Amelia. So like, I should have known better. We're going to talk about award shows. And like we always do whenever we bring up a topic, I'm going to define award shows for you. If for some reason you don't know what they are, which would yeah. be really weird. But in case you haven't, I define this as events that are put on by various companies and organizations to highlight and honor the best and most popular creative endeavors being music, TV, film, and theater. We have like a huge list of award shows. So the first one would be the ones that are done by the Academy, the Mysterious Academy. And those are the Emmys, which are for TV, the Grammys, which are for music, the Oscars are for film, and then the Tonys are for theater. And then Amy wrote that an EGOT is any person who's earned the four major awards and 17 people are currently EGOT winners, which is actually really cool. Yeah. Really, it's really cool. Only 17. That's crazy. The last person who won it was Jennifer Hudson. And other people who have it are John Legend, Whoopi Goldberg, Audrey Hepburn. Any theories on who might be the next one? Ariana? Or, I don't think she so. has that in her to be an EGOT. I just don't know. If I she know. Will. She definitely can if she wants to. Um, yeah. I know Stan Twitter is very much rooting for Billy Taylor and Harry to be one of the next like really young ones. I think Billy um, could do it. Yeah, but I heard like realistically speaking, like Lin Manuel is really close to getting it. He just needs oh, an yeah. Oscar, and Billy robbed him of that last year, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so then the next award show section would be MTV, which are the VMAs, aka the music video music awards and then the movie and tv awards then there's the nickelodeon ones there's the kids choice awards and then the teen choice awards which i don't know if the teen choice awards are still a thing but i know the kcas are and then the last like random list i came up with is the country music awards the brits the sbs which are the espn awards the golden globes the screen actors guild awards American Music Awards, and then People's Choice Awards. So obviously, we're just two silly little girls with our own little podcast, and we don't know the truth about it because, as we've said before, don't trust everything you see on the internet. But usually, or they've tried to convince the general public that um, it's awarded by a group, for example, the Academy. But for other award shows like the Kids' Choice Awards or the VMAs, they have fan voting. 
And I feel like this is the perfect time to bring it up because I have um, Livy's HQ's tweet notice on. And recently, like the past week, because like the VMAs are coming up, they're doing like a sour power hour voting. So your votes count for like double mm. votes or something like that. Um, but I don't know how true it is because I remember like when I actually did used to vote, I feel like the people that I did vote for never won. So I'm just like, how much, how many fans are actually voting, you know? And other times, is it a popularity contest? Are these celebrities teams bribing or paying for awards? We'll never know. One thing that I did hear, though, is that if the artist is going to be at the award, they're more likely to win the award, which is kind of silly, you know, because like, what if this person who genuinely deserves the award can't make it there for a reason, you know? Yeah, it is kind of silly. I think the fan voting is like the most confusing thing ever because sometimes it'll be like a Twitter poll and sometimes it'll be like retweet and the one that gets the most retweets wins and then people will like comp all them together and they won't track with who won. So I don't know. I don't really think a tweet is that verifiable anyway, but it definitely is a little sketchy. And the, the Academy or whoever picks like any awards is so mysterious and unknown like i bet if you did some research you could find people that are on the academy but you don't really know the process of how yeah, they're like decided. how do i get initiated into that yeah it's a little weird and suspicious and a lot of the time a majority of the stuff that's nominated is what's popular which isn't a bad thing like mm-hmm. we love pop music we love popular stuff but it's not really fully awarding everyone who's made music and movies and stuff like that there's been a few controversies specifically with the grammys we had one episode called the grammys are stupid so we know <laughs> that was that very the, bold of us to we do know so, that the grammys the are a little bit like the grammys don't really count but if one of my favorite artists wins a grammy i will be using that as defense no literally <laughs> like Ariana won a Grammy for Sweetener, so therefore it is her best best album. Succession is like tw- got twenty five Emmy nominations. It's mm-hmm. the best show out there. In twenty twenty one, Zayn tweeted, "F the Grammys and everyone associated. Unless you shake hands and send gifts, there's no nomination considerations. Next year, I'll send you a basket of confectionery, which is like such a sassy Zayn moment. So sassy. Eight hundred and sixty thousand people liked it." I didn't know a Zayn tweet could do those type of numbers. It's kind of a bold statement to put out there. And um, The weekend kind of did something similar. He didn't like tweet something super sassy, but he essentially said that the Grammys nomination process is corrupt and there's secret societies. And he, he wouldn't allow his label to nominate him for any more Grammy awards, but then the next year he won a Grammy, so I don't know what's up with that, but... I guess he couldn't stop his team. Yeah, and then Ariana in 2019. This is so interesting because when you Google Ariana Grande Seven Rings Grammys, all the articles and all the videos are of her performance in 2020 that she did. In 2019, she, I think, tweeted, but now her Twitter's deleted or posted on Instagram or something, like, I won't be attending the Grammys this year, um, I was pl- I was planning on performing a medley of songs and the Grammys essentially wasn't allowing her to perform Seven Rings and they weren't collaborating on what the medley would consist of. They were kind of controlling what she was going to do. 
she didn't want to do that because it's all about collaboration and respecting the art so she didn't go that year and she posted the pictures of her in that like beautiful Cinderella blue dress that was custom made that she just like did a photo shoot at her we were robbed of that yeah I mean those photos are severely underrated but imagine the serve the Grammy photos would have been then the next year she did a medley of seven rings imagine and thank you next so kind of ironic and the iconic um ring closing the ring box yeah too. i really love that performance though because it was like the end of the whole thank you next era like and then COVID happened and like when she closed that ring box something shook in the earth and no literally <laughs> we were <laughs> it went so we need to go back in time and have her maybe not close the ring box she could do something else it ended up happening almost exactly as she probably wanted it to be a year later and all the searches just come up with that like i had to add more keywords to find articles about the 2019 thing <laughs> i was like did i make this up but that being anyways. said we would like to be on the academy because i think we could we we would have some great takes for them you think so yeah i think we would add a lot of good stuff <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely make stan twitter very happy so with that said, what are our personal favorite award shows to watch? Okay, I would say that my personal one that I would pick would be the VMAs, just because I feel like it's it's not like the Kids' Choice Awards where it's kind of rinky-dink for kids, but it's also not the Grammys where it's secretive and higher class. I feel like it's very middle of the road, and usually the performances are always really good, but I would say... Mm -hmm. The majority of the time, I don't really care about the awards unless someone I really like is winning. I'm there for the performances. So for me, performances first, and then obviously I'm going to watch it if any of my faves are nominated. But even not, I still enjoy watching it because if I don't watch it, I'm going to have a lot of FOMO when I log on to the Bird app and I see all of my friends <laughs> tweeting about who won this, who won that. But my favorites in order are Grammys, VMAs, AMAs. And obviously, when I was younger, I loved the Kid Cho Kids' Choice Awards and Teen Choice Awards. And recently, I started watching the Oscars and Emmys. And it's such a different vibe from, like, music awards. Like, it feels very, like, adult. Yeah, you know? it's super serious. Yeah. Other than like, the Will Smith slap, it's, like, the most serious thing ever. Yeah, and I remember... I. Was it the Oscars that I watched last time where Meg did a Meg did like a surprise performance and she was like standing next to Timmy and I was just like, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> Worlds but yeah, that, was, that, that one was a fun one to watch because it was so unexpected too. What are some iconic moments or our favorite moments that we've seen throughout award shows? Any Nicki Minaj moment because she had like the mid-2010s Nicki Minaj award show behavior was so good her yelling at miley like calling her out and then the shout out to donatella versace for putting mm -hmm. me in this uh dress and the shout out I, to michael that, B. jordan for taking it off of me tonight the lady gaga meat dress mm -hmm. duh i was shook beyonce announcing her pregnancy um kanye interrupting taylor at the vmas like all of that was so chaotic and now like in the 2020s like i know it's only 2022 but like Chris and Will, the whole slapping thing, that's kind of the only memorable one. Um, 
And then another one I remembered is when La La Land accidentally won Best Picture for like five minutes. So many funny moments because it's it's scripted to a point, but it's like live and there's so many people and so many moving parts that it's like something can go not as planned. Yeah. So it allows for a lot of funny moments. My personal favorite performance is Justin at the 2010 VMAs because he was hopping out of this Corvette. A bunch of these girls are like running after him. He's all like swagged out in his varsity jacket. He hops on the stage, takes off his sunglasses and sings a little medley. And I, I think that was like the first VMAs that I watched, actually, if I remember correctly. So that's why it's like such a core memory in my head. I feel like my favorite performance would probably be the Grammys Ariana medley. Really like um, Billy's Happier Than Ever. Billy always has good live show performances. Yeah. I also love Harry's Falling performance with the piano mm-hmm. with the rain. And then um, Ariana's 2018 God is a Woman. That one yes. is so iconic. When she brings out her mom and Nona at the end. Mm-hmm. chills chills just thinking about it but i hope like they bring back the really like Intricate. big production like let's go crazy throw all the budget into award show performance like i need to see something crazy also yeah. britney spears when she had that big freaking what was it a python or something i Dude, feel, I feel like, like beyonce's the last... like new album will allow for that i feel like w- i feel like we will get something from her for sure yeah um but i feel like our last three or so episodes we keep on bringing up about like ariana and like needing her to go back to the studio it's just or like just anything like desperation that. like i'm literally a cry for help i'm literally starving like i might die okay let's begin the first ever fgf awards I took a quick peek at yours, but I don't remember, like, everything you put. Yeah. But why don't you kick it off with favorite episode? And this one is for the recording slash final product. So my favorite episode is episode number 53, This Is What It Feels Like with CJ. Because I loved recording it. Like, CJ is the best. She is so well She really is. And I feel like we were all really vibing we literally had one brain that whole episode yeah like, we, we were sh- a hive everything mind. everything was linking yeah. together and i felt just very happy while recording it and also while editing it and i just feel very proud of it and in like five years i'll probably go back and listen to it and be like oh it's so cute i love that that was your favorite episode because that was my favorite episode oh my too <laughs> we love you I was like, this is like this is like hands down like I did not have to think about it. I was like mm, that one's my favorite episode like I remember like when we got off the call I was like that was great like I wish we had all the time in the world so that we could just like never stop talking to each other and then my honorable mention for this was phone a fangirl which I'll talk a little bit more about later but I do oh my really God. like I how s- it turned out <laughs> I saw hm in your notes and I was like is that like hmm like you're thinking <laughs> is that I, like honorable honorable mention did not click in my mind Hmm. All right. Favorite episode to plan, produce, and edit. What was yours? My favorite episode to plan, produce, and edit is episode number 47, Two Years of Fine Line in Our Harry Ween Experience. And that one was with Masuda. 
and we had to mm-hmm. record it twice and we recorded for oh like my God, two I hours to- both times i totally forgot that we had to record it twice yeah but it was so fun and i loved listening to it like to edit it again and it was just Wait, was, really fun was that the day that um your power went out or because the, i think the, like the file like it was oh, lost yeah, like, in some folder and i deleted it yeah 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 so you we had to record it, it the next day but it ended up turning oh, wow. out probably better than the first time yeah i think and it turned out better i loved that because we were just reliving new york and it was literally a movie literally we t- that trip was what last year and we still talk about it like yeah it was 10 months ago but it's a core memory for me like that trip changed my life the things that changed my life sweetener release of 2018 new york trip of 2021 period those are the only two things if i if i could think more i'd probably pick some other ones but those are the ones off top of my head those are really great options (laughs) um for me my favorite episode to plan slash produce is phone a fangirl like that one was just so much fun like everyone was just like bounce well we were definitely bouncing a lot of ideas off of each other i love the cover art too i was kind of struggling a lot in the beginning but it came out pretty well and i love like the album slash song recommendations page to like the whole spotify theme i just really love talking to other fans and like learning from their experiences and also learning new things because i didn't know a lot about k-pop and Amanda really educated me on that stuff. Yeah, Amanda came prepared, so we learned for her 10 minutes. But I know I, it. I would put Phone and Fan of Girls in honorable mention, but I also will explain a little bit later. What is your favorite season? Definitely this season, just because I feel like the guest, the two, the, was Pipeline this season or last season? This season. Okay, yeah. Our like guest episodes were really fun. I always love having guests on, even though I feel like it's a little bit harder to prepare for them. But mm-hmm. the end result is always like great. So hopefully next season we can have even more guests or returning guests too. Yeah, I definitely agree. Season three is my favorite just because I feel we were... I feel like we're in the flow now with this. Yeah, we kind of. Obviously, we're still learning better. and everything. Yeah, but I'm and a little every scared season to does listen get better. to like the first season of episodes because what was I saying? I genuinely don't remember. No, I honestly the only thing that I remember from our first episode was that my audio was so bad. Well, we I used had, to like, record from our phones too. Yeah, and also like I had like the worst pair of like wired headphones too. <laughs> like it was like it was only working from like one one ear so nobody please listen to it it's our second most streamed episode which i don't like but it is what it is everyone was there for us you can see our growth so thanks guys but also like don't listen like whenever i tell people about our podcast like i the first thing i tell them don't listen to it in order only listen to episodes that you genuinely find interesting or topics that you want to learn more about or hear about every episode we've gotten better at bouncing off of one another and just talking in general where we're like Mm -hmm. kind of hosting but yeah even this season like you said with guests and topics I feel a lot more confident about because we've gotten in the flow and I really think flow is really important so Mm -hmm. I I like this season a lot and listen backwards if you're gonna listen everything listen backwards because then you'll like us and then you'll un- you'll have empathy for us in the, like, the first season of episodes that are really rough. So then what are your favorite topics to talk about? 
For topics, it would be anything related to Spotify wrapped or stats. One reason being like, it's just so easy to prepare for them. And I could talk about it any time of the year. And then my second would be concert experiences because going to concerts is literally one of my few personality traits, but it's also super fun, like hearing yours too. And what I love is that our concert dates are usually so close to each other because, you know, California, Arizona, not too far apart. So it's fun to see like similarities, but also differences. And then when it comes to artists or any like celebrities, it would be Timothy, Harry and Ariana, because I feel like they're always doing fun things that we can always talk about. Spotify wrapped in this year, if we do like a story graph one, because they have like a lot of good data. Uh, yeah. And then they have amazing Ariana, data. Because I bring her up every episode and I love you to do. talk about her. She really just mesmerizes me. I feel like I go That's... into a trance and I become a human who can only talk about her for like 20 minutes. You're literally like the Ariana encyclopedia. Like anything that I need to know about her, like I would ask you first. You could like pull out dates, her outfits literally everything it's kind of scary really associate my life the last like four to five years goes along with the ariana grande timeline like so cute it's how i associate stuff so that's me and and then it makes me really happy to look back on it because like when i look back on like 2018 i'm like oh sweetener that's why everything was so good 2019 (laughs) thank you next sweetener world tour that's why everything was so good and then 2020 it's like (gasps) I feel like her her timeline like is very representative of my life. You want to know something funny I did before this? I went on Spotify what? and I shuffled my Ariana playlist because I was like, this is mm-hmm. going to predict how this episode's going to go. And I put uh-huh. it on shuffle and successful came on. Spotify roulette. How is today going to go? Yeah, I do that like when I'm feeling really bored. How's today is it going to go based off of Ariana? Is it going to be a successful, just like magic type day? Or is it going to be a ghost Is it going to be a ghost day? <laughs> is it going to be a better You versus off day? me. Are we going to be all right? Or are we going to be... Uh, or are we going in? side to side? So, what do you think is our funniest episode? Harry's House or Harry Ween. Just because I feel like Harry really brings out a funny side in both of us i don't know what it is about him but just referring him to him as harold and uh-huh. acting Fruit like man he's, acting like he's an old friend really makes us make some good jokes so mm. those two episodes i'd say the funniest and then my honorable mention would probably be the dolan twins madcon episode just because those eras were so cursed for us yeah that the only way to cope with it is laugh I really like your take on us and Harry because I never really thought about it that way. But I would say the funniest episode is probably Madcon and Dolan Twins. But I will say it could have been funnier if we allowed each other to go like deep, deep. You know, like our username <laughs> and we all had that to jazz. Have some, we had to have some boundaries. <laughs> okay, so then this category I'm really excited about, but it is favorite quote. So we're each going to pick one favorite quote that like we said so amy picks one that you she said and i pick one that i said i mean i feel like everyone kind of knows my answer already but and i don't know the exact quote but you guys know the one the rascal flats one yeah Yeah, and i'm not gonna say episode is it from the first episode yeah because positions came out oh yeah yeah yeah. okay well that's all you guys need to know please don't listen to the first episode (laughs) but what is your favorite quote 
Okay, so my favorite quote that I said, it's kind of like the whole conversation, but at the end, we were talking about music for a sushi restaurant in the Harry's House episode, mm-hmm. and you were like, do you hear that baby crying at the end of music for a sushi restaurant? And I go, it's a kazoo. I've confirmed it's a kazoo. And you go, how do you know? And I just said, I just know it's a kazoo. It just sounds like one. Because you're, you're a kazoo expert. It, it really is a kazoo. Like, there's nothing else it could be. So, yeah. Um, okay. I was Confirm. giggling the whole time edi- editing that episode. Really? That section, like, really had me going. So I meant to put a poll on our Instagram story asking y'all what was your favorite episode, but I totally forgot because we're so busy trying to transition into season four stuff right now, which we'll get into a little bit later. But I guess we'll just talk about our most streamed episodes. Um, number one is running an update count with Gabriella. I'm sh- genuinely shocked at how many streams that has. Gabriella like i'm pretty sure she gave us like a couple streamers podcast followers so shout out gabriella we appreciate you so much um the second most streamed is the ari agenda aka episode number one and i'm pretty sure it's only because it was our first episode if it was any other episode it probably would not have had as many streams as it does yeah um number three is phone a fangirl and i'm and i gotta mention number four is this is what it feels like with cj because if the ari agenda was not number two then phone phone a fangirl would be number two and this is what it feels like would be number three so there you go okay so then our final category is what we personally felt most prepared for and least prepared for i felt most prepared for like i mentioned earlier spotify wrapped Um, we have two episodes so far episode six and 46 but i personally feel more prepared for episode six because that was like fully a spotify one and then episode 46 i think we talked about grammy nominations too so i would say for me episode six and least prepared would be celeb documentaries because i feel like i it was my first time watching a lot of those types of documentaries in such a short period of time so i didn't have time to process or like fully say what i wanted to say and then also streaming services originals because i just didn't I kind of fell out of like my streaming phase at the time because I've been on a movie kick. So could have added more to the conversation. What about you? Okay, so my most prepared for were episode number 40, which is Sweetener Turns 3 with um, Gabby. And then number 51 was Thank You Next Turns 3. Because like I said, when I talk about Ariana, I know what I'm talking about. There's two mm-hmm. things that I know about in my life and I can confidently talk about them. And one of them is Ariana Grande. And the other one is Scientology. Two very different things, but I know a lot about them because I fixated on them for multiple years. The range you have is phenomenal. Just like I remember preparing for the notes like for like a week or two before just because I needed to get everything down. Wow. And I, if you listen to those, I have every day of those episodes. And then I would say the least prepared I felt was Phone a Fangirl. Just because I felt like I knew what was going on, but mm-hmm. when it was all happening, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was like, was this is going to be awful. I'm going to do something wrong. But it ended up being fine. I was just like kind of panicking it when it was so all fun. happening all at once. But I ended up really like this could easily go downhill. But luckily, our guests were all on time They're and they killed superstars. it. So. It was perfectly fine. And then my honorable mention for least repaired would be Guess Who, just because I feel like it was really hard to play. We weren't looking at each other. It was we were recording on our phone. mm -hmm. So it was like kind of iffy. 
on that one. It was a super random episode. Yeah, very, very random. And I remember we both got the same person, but we didn't know. <laughs> and it was like really hard to like figure out. We we need to play that again really, yeah. really soon. Give it a redemption. That's all for the awards. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning into the first FGF awards ever. Yeah. Next year, there will be one. I hopefully can't believe two. season three is over. Yeah. And by the way, these FGF awards included all three seasons. So the next yeah. one will just be season four. Just because we hadn't done it before. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very shook that we've done. This will be the 63rd episode. There's Stop 63-ish the hours of us talking about God knows what on the internet. At least 63, because some episodes go on, like, over an hour. A good thing we don't do, like, weekly episodes and stop in between, because if we did do that, we'd have, like, almost 100 episodes. We really used to pump out every weekend. I was thinking about that. I could not believe that. I love that, though, because it was kind of, like, we were powering through, like, the first season just to, like, get good at it or get better at it and understand what was going on. Honestly, I feel like if... If we still did weekly episodes, the quality would not be as good. I agree. I really do like the planning process, and I think it makes it a yeah. lot better. So so we had this great idea of transitioning from Google Drive to Notion, and the last few days have been a freaking blast. That's all yeah. I want to say. Notion is, like, so fun and customizable, and we're really at the beginning of it, and yeah. I can't wait for where it's gonna end up like in a year or even when season four hits because i know you've been working on it every day i've worked on it like most days of the last week and Mm -hmm. it's already progressed a lot so i'm very excited it's so cute i know we both personally wanted to use it for like school or just personal planning but it's so Mm -hmm. customizable that it's overwhelming so it's really nice to have kind of a structure that we've already had and then have each other to collaborate with on so it's not like Mm -hmm. the possibilities are endless but it's not like an overwhelming amount of endless that is the notion update and then for season four it will be coming in november so mark your calendars tell your friends tell your parents tell your family tell your dog we have like a good amount of the episode's planned yeah i think we have like the first four or five planned yeah we've got some concerts we're going to harry styles rena sawayama biba we're going to harry ween together again then there'll be spotify rap we're gonna talk about christmas music holiday specials ariana talk you know the huge but leveled that one is gonna be like that one's gonna be like phone a fangirl 2.0 it's going to be like Phono Fangirl, Arianator version. So it's going to be like very niche, but very good. Yeah. So if you have any ideas, DM us, email us, whatever you want to do. Thank you for listening. I actually can't believe we've done this for 63 episodes. I know we don't have like a million listeners, but it's still crazy that some people be listening to our voice. And it kind of yeah. freaks me out, but it's also really cool because I don't see them, but they hear me. There's it's people nice from to- like so many different countries like i'm pretty sure the u.s is number one but germany is second yeah like 16 percent yeah think, which is crazy so shout out to all our international listeners our listeners no, from germany whenever the next time i 
my goal is to have like one percent of listeners from Vietnam. That's when I would be like, Mom, I made it. I made, I made it. it to the homeland. And we do have eleven percent of sixty plus listeners. We have zero percent of twenty eight through fifty nine, but sixty plus is really coming through. So shout out to y'all. Literally, I don't get that part, but I stand. We also have a one hundred percent female audience, so. The girls that, are listening. That a hundred percent, one hundred percent, yeah. No, that's not right because Donald listens. I see it on his Spotify activity. Bruh, oh my god, hmm. there's literally nobody listening. They're just putting in fake numbers. Stop! <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that's so sad. Wait, six percent of people are listening on their iPad. iPad babies. Shout out to my iPad babies. So let's get into our shoutouts now. My shoutout is called Emmy Essentials, and they are a sustainable non-toxic candle company inspired by asian scents like lychee matcha pandan ube all that jazz because like you know you always be seeing like pumpkin spice vanilla all that we've talked about candles in in our last episode all up in the stores like give us the fun scents so shout out to them True, a I mean, they don't need a candle. shout out sounds delicious yeah they have like 20k plus followers on ig so obviously they don't need a shout out from us but i just wanted to highlight this amazing company and i feel like it's gonna be a great gift like a for christmas like stocking stuffers or anything like that because i gladly would take a matcha candle too so Mm -hmm. that's my shout out cool uh mine was inspired by a tweet you sent me yesterday but spotify doesn't need a shout out but i love spotify okay they literally created anchor and i would love to work at spotify one day i have a lot of ideas so manifest it queen but um they have a new ticket ticketing platform which is not very developed right now but it's tickets.spotify.com and i'm very interested to see how that goes because i don't really want to talk about spotify too much because i have so many ideas i want to gatekeep them but i really do think that spotify's um strength is that they're just a music company or audio company they're not like apple with a bunch of tech and stuff and i think that they can really use that to separate themselves from the competition so i think that ticketing is a great way to do that because they're all about like entertainment and music but yeah again thanks for listening stay tuned for next season i think we rambled a lot because we don't want this season to end yeah sad very sad but yeah but we're always we're come here back better bigger better stronger slayer girl bossier all the above yep see ya bye